This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. As a guy who learned the hard way how important proper nutrition is on your health and the great harm excess weight can have on your health, I urge you to get serious about your health with SimpleToLose.com. Diets don't work, and you're really only going to be successful losing weight when you learn how to eat differently. And that is why the free health coaches at Simple to Lose are so helpful. They teach you how to eat six meals a day and why it works. Many people on my team are working with Simple to Lose and their health coaches. As a team, we've lost over 850 pounds. Mary has lost over 85 pounds and wants to live a long life to keep her family strong. Brad's lost 40 pounds, finally feels like he did when he was in his 30s. Chris, whose father died young due to obesity, has lost 100 pounds and is off most of his medications. Change your life, get healthy, and thrive today. Go to simpletolose.com today, not tomorrow. Go today, simpletolose.com. Results do vary. Typical weight loss is 2 to 5 pounds per week for the first two weeks, then 1 to 2 pounds per week thereafter. Success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Divorce. No, I'm not getting one. I have been through one, though. And it ain't fun. I wish it on no one. And if you're, if you're close, fight tooth and nail before you decide on getting one. I'll tell you that. We've all heard the commercials. You know, the Cordell and Cordell ones. Specialize in taking care of the men. You know, that illusion of women have the upper hand. The latest one is with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Who knew? Thought he just went away. Anyway, they could be ugly, expensive. Let's not let's not forget about destructive. We've all seen War of the Roses. Now they say that there's predictors, behaviors. You know, most reliable predictors of divorce. So they could predict marriages would end in ninety three percent of the time. Contempt, criticism, defensiveness stonewalling. Now, those are all part of a marriage, of course. But if it's all the time and you just lose yourself in those, uh, it may be time to uh, to think again. And then there are, you know, people wish they would have known some things before they got divorced. Like feeling sad, loss, fear, anxiety. Just because you're divorced, all your problems don't just disappear. Boy, that's a fact. Once the divorce papers are signed, you know, the experts, the real work begins. You need to heal from the emotional turmoil of a bad marriage and learn to be happy alone before you can enter a new relationship. Your kids may not tell you how they feel, though it may come through in their behaviors. Don't rush through the process, as tempting as that is. Everyone needs time to adjust and make good, clear decisions that you can live with for many years to come. You're going to lose some friends. The ones you thought would be there for you, they might not be there. Let go of that anger. 
Holidays are hard. Spare the children from bad-mouthing your spouse, no matter what. Don't rush to start dating again. Those are just a few things. And then there's this letter. Uh, that's got me started thinking about divorce, actually, and how some handle it. Uh, you know, I, I, I felt myself and my first wife, you know, we did about as good as we could. In fact, this letter that I found this week entitled, uh, A Brave Woman Wrote This Epic Letter to Her Ex-Husband's New Girlfriend, got me, uh, you know, feeling like we uh, we did okay. So I'll read you some highlights from the letter. You must be cringing as you read this. You must be thinking, I'm going to school you on how to treat your new boyfriend. You must be thinking, I'm going to lay down some laws about how to treat your children. This is not at all what this letter is about. I would like to welcome you. Welcome you to this unique dynamic of modern family. Welcome to the way we wing this life and this relationship. Yes, I said relationship, but not by its standard definition. The children keep us in a relationship, much like your work keeps you in a relationship with your boss. If success is the goal, whether you work on parenting, the relationship between those who strive for that is important. I will not fill this letter with none of my business type advice on how to treat a man. I have known that since I was 20. I won't tell you anything that is personal about him. Anything that he chooses to share is between you two. I'm not going to tell you why things did not work between us. All I will say on the subject of us is what I say to everyone. To me, he's a great guy. For someone else. <laughs> There's a, just a few more highlights. I'll post the entire letter on my Twitter account, at JeffyMRA, or up on Facebook, Jeffrey Fisher. You're going to see us, the kids mostly, but also my husband and me quite often. You're going to find yourself sitting with us at concerts, plays, games, graduations, and many other events. It will feel awkward at first. Maybe. But I hope that that changes quickly. While the kids know very well that their father and I are divorced and done, they need to know we're united in our support for them. And this is one of the many ways we will unapologetically display that support. Might sound weird. I'm so excited for you. My sons will see the side of their father they don't even know they missed. They'll witness the kind of happiness that blooms from the excitement of joy and mystery that comes with a new relationship. They'll see their father beaming with hope. They'll hear him laugh too much and too loud, as they've reported to us, and speak with new charm in his voice. Because they love and admire him, all these things will make them happier, too. He will never call to ask me advice on fashion, which is a good thing because I have none. (laughs) We won't call to chat about TV shows he enjoys. He won't call me to complain about his workday. Our relationship revolves around three growing boys. While other subjects may arise while we're in the same space for a long period of time, please know that my role in his life is mother of his children, nothing more. And she goes on, carefully and respectfully. So that's what got me thinking about all this agonizing divorce talk. And I hear these stupid divorce commercials. And then I hear facts like 50% of all marriages end in divorce. They don't know that that's actually true. First of all, 50%? Look around. I mean, maybe it is true. I I mean, divorce is not fun. It's ugly. So if you're actually in a relationship where you're 
going to get a divorce or you're thinking about a divorce, let's try not to have the war of the roses, especially if there's children, because it's important to let them. Now, the new world, I mean, you can marry anything and anybody, right? So it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be hard explaining to the kids that, you know, kids, I'm breaking up with your dad, but whew, man, do I love that squirrel. Happy, happy day. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Welcome. We got all kinds of stuff to get to today. I just, this letter, this divorce letter just kept eating at me for the last two or three days and I just wanted to share a little love and kindness about divorce. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate in the broadcast of the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. I wanted to uh, say thank you for all the birthday wishes, you know, this week, a couple days ago. Yay! Happy birthday, another year. Yay! Everybody's happy. Yay! And, uh, you know, anyway, thank you. Appreciate it. The big NFL Super Bowl weekend. Had the big birthday another year. Everybody asks, I joke about, you know, being 192, 182, 175, 800 years old. I'm actually 99 years old. So next year, we're having a big party. I've already decided. I haven't told my wife yet, though. So might be an issue. But I'm going to have, I want a big 100-year-old party uh, next year. And uh, I'm going to put one together. We're going to have a big party. I might even invite you. You never know. You just never know. But I'm ready to have my 100-year-old birthday party. What do you think? I got some nice gifts. I got the box of spoons. It's great. I got some uh, some jar of uh, candy. And Laverne gave me a jar of, uh, of uh, miscellaneous sweets. And then I got uh, great gifts for my kids. And I got uh, I got the Walking Dead comic book. I got one edition. I don't know. There's like 8,000 editions. But I finally got a Walking Dead comic book. So you never know. may have to start reading that bad boy. I don't know if I want to take it out of the plastic, though. And, uh, you know, kind of see where the show is going. See what's happening. It comes back next week. Kind of excited. Season five, part season, segment two, half, second half of the year, whatever it is. Who knows? I love their little tweet about, uh, hey, uh, we could have come back this week. You're welcome, NFL. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not real sure, you know, while The Walking Dead is good. And I would have switched over. Guaranteed. Because the game by that time is probably pretty close to being over. However, they come back next week. And by the way, uh, Walking Dead, uh, still waiting on your call. Uh, Hello? Hello? Missed your call. Been looking for it. Hello? Uh, 
just want to be a walker. That's all I want to do. And at 99, I don't, might not have, you know, might not have a lot of time left. I know there's, and everywhere, since I, you know, since this year I turned 99, everywhere I look, there's all kinds of, you should be healthier. You should develop your brain. Okay, I got it. Take dance lessons, stop it. I'm a great dancer as it is. Play an instrument. You know, I can read music. Learn a foreign language. Uh, How about everybody learn English? Come here. Play chess. I do. Read more or less. Thank you, Mr. Expert. Read more or less. Um, Okay. Change your font. Barely read the font I have. Write about your stress. No. If I write about stress, then somebody's going to find what I wrote. I can't, oh, my gosh, no. no. No, I can't do that. Take up knitting. I did. That's what my wife does. Find your purpose. I don't know that. Be social. What if, what if you don't like people? Play a video game. So, you know, I, got to, I don't have time to play the silly games. Use your time efficiently. Uh, okay, I don't get enough sleep as it is. Maybe that's the problem, Jeff. Write by hand. No. We don't have to anymore. In fact, I'm ticked I still have to type on a keyboard. I want voice recognition that actually works. So I can just speak it into existence. Wash the dishes. <laughs> Hello? I have a dishwasher and a wife. My gosh, why do I need to do that? Take naps. Okay, that one I can do. And ramp it up. Physical activity or mental activity? Uh, no. I mean, I've already, how much How much more do I have to do? Seriously. So big 100-year birthday party next year. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. And speaking of uh, Walking Dead and uh, maybe uh, House of Cards and maybe the whole Netflix thing. You know, we've talked on this show, uh, we've, uh, we've talked before about uh, the uh, Netflix uh, post-binge-watching depression where it's finally like, oh, it's over. And that whole scene of being into episode four and there's Six episodes, you just have to, I mean, you have to watch it, right? I mean, pretty soon it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's, okay, I've, I've got to try to get a little sleep. I've got, I've got one episode left. I could do that tomorrow. Or maybe I just stay up and do it now, and then I could sleep tomorrow. Huh? You know we've all been there. Well, according to a study at the University of Texas uh, in Austin, great town, <coughs> capital of Texas, uh, viewers who gorge multiple TV episodes in one sitting may be doing so to cope with feelings of depression and loneliness. No, we have depression and loneliness after we do it. Even though some people argue that binge-watching is harmless addiction. Findings from our study suggest that binge-watching should no longer be viewed this way. Is that right? Yoon Hai Sung, author of the study. The study included more than 300 people, 18 to 29, linked binge-watching to a lack of self-control, fatigue, and obesity. Eh. 
you might have something there. Binge watching has become a featured functionality of streaming services. Yes. Yes. No kidding. Which is tremendous. I mean, I, I've, we've talked about it before. I mean, we, it's tough, difficult to even, you know, watch one episode that you've DVR'd. And then and, and fast forward through commercials. It's like, oh. And then there's one show. Stop. i got to wait until you have at least a couple in the can. So you get a couple under your belt. <laughs> it's really sad. Okay, maybe maybe Ewan has something. Maybe it does because I'm I'm depressed and lonely. <laughs> I think I'm so depressed and lonely I'm just gonna sit down and watch my Netflix uh episodes of the fall. And there's only six episodes and they're only an hour long each. I hope I make it. I hope I make it. And I have self-control issues, I'm fatigued, I'm obese. I'm just going to sit here and watch this show. I'll be right back. I've got it on pause. I want some ice cream. So just be careful on your binge watching, okay? That's all I'm saying. Just be careful. Be careful. Now, you know it's the big Super Bowl weekend. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We're going to get into a little Super Bowl chat, and I've got some behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, we're not going to talk. It's not going to be the X's and O's of football. Okay, I promise you. Know, I promise you that it won't be the X's and O's. How? Because there's all kinds of stuff around the event of the Super Bowl that are pretty cool, and things that you might not hear on ESPN. I'll tell you that. Like uh, you know, the Seattle company. It's between Seattle and New England. If you don't know that, I'll help you. You know what we're going to do? We're going to next. We'll come up back after the uh, bottom of the hour newscast. We'll get you some points that maybe you can use at that Super Bowl party that you were forced to go to with your husband or your wife because uh, the boss is having a party and you think, man, we need to go to that. So, And you have no, you hate football and you really don't like the boss's secretary. Uh, but you're going to go because it's part of the deal. So I'll give you a couple things that, you know, at least you can say, people, you can say a couple things and they'll go, oh my gosh, that's fascinating. She really knows what she's talking about. And you can go, yes. Yes, I do. I've got to get home to the children now. Like the Seattle-based company, who's all fired up. I love the whole medical marijuana thing, and yet we're ramping it up. Ramping it up for the Seahawks fans. And there's a news report on what they're actually doing to get ready for the Super Bowl. It's not like I go home with... You know, like cramps or anything. <laughs> Philippone is a pre-roll aficionado, but even for Thank her, you. this is working fast. Probably 180 to 220 in an eight-hour shift. That's double the joints of a normal <laughs> day, all for what her company thought would be a small novelty. Definitely weren't ready for the for the speed of it. Nice. Sold out within 15 minutes of Seahawks blend. video. So the medical marijuana supplier decided to light up production. There's no uh, wasted movements. McLean sale baby. would normally be trimming flour, but Solstice has moved everybody to rolling and packing. The goal, 2,000 joints per day. And sort of a crash course in how to uh, yeah. hold the hold the tube, how to prep the goods. Solstice now plans on 12,000 joints or 1,012 packs by <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Been something else. Criticisms yes. already come from Patriots fans no. and all the stoners. And uh, to that, we just respond, you know, we play within the rules of our state. Uh, That's something uh, that you guys uh, should advise uh, so your team they. to do. 
shut up, pot vinegar. Even they admit the city's already gone. Whether you're a football fan or you're not, if you're in Seattle right now, you can feel it. And feel this, I bet too. you can. I promise you can. The 12th pack filled with their Seahawks blend, the loudest they've got. Upon harvest, you know in the whole building. By next season, Solstice yeah. plans to sell the 12th pack for recreational users for 12s oh. old and oh. new. I feel like oh. I am more invested in it now this year. I, like, really want them to win. <laughs> the <Kansas laughs> already rolling the celebration, which they say tastes yeah. like Skittles and victory. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for the homemade strain of Marshawn Lynch brand Beast Mode OG. Yeah. 12,000 joints. Seattle. Smoke them if you got them, baby. That is so nice of Seattle to just be stoned for the whole Super Bowl. Nice. Nice. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Is the Jeff Fisher Show? Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Mike Opelka and Pure Opelka. His broadcast coming up right after this show on the Blaze Radio Network, and then we go into a little bit of Glenbeck Weekend. Figure out what happened this past week on the radio show. Then Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live on the Blaze Radio Network. Your Saturday fulfilled. No need to go anywhere else than right here. The Blaze Radio Network. Alex in California. Hey, you're up early. Thank you. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's tough. Um, I wanted to call you on your debut. I I would assume I was your first caller ever, but uh, your debut day, I never got an answer on the phone. Oh, no. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, no. I was just trying to be there for you, man. Well, listen. We'll we'll say that you were first. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, you can I'll tell you, you can tell you can tell everybody. Hey, I was the first caller on that piece of crap show. That piece and they'll of crap go, show. No way. No and they'll way. Go, because uh, uh, what I really wanted to tell you was, um, you know, uh, I only know of you because of uh, the Patton Stew show, and there's a few redeeming qualities to that show. One of them is one died. Just a couple of redeeming. Well, thank you so much for watching the show, man. We appreciate it very much. Oh, see? So you th- you threw was blaming my phone. It's your phone. Okay, Alex, I got you, dog. All right, I got you. All right, so those of you going to the Super Bowl parties, and you know you do, you know, okay, so you have to go. You have to. You know you do. And you can shrug your shoulders and go and put your tail between your legs and <laughs> or I'll give you a couple of things you could talk about, like the Budweiser Super Bowl ad guaranteed to melt your heart, the little doggy, the little doggy gets lost, and comes back, and the horses help him up against the evil animal. And then you can talk about uh, the evil uh, GoDaddy ad, which I don't understand why it's so evil, but they claim it is, and they're not going to air it now. 
I believe that that ad should air right at. They should have paid money. They should have paid extra for the GoDaddy ad to play immediately after the Budweiser ad. Because it's the same, you know, the premise of the lost dog. He gets bumped out of a truck and he's lost. He's trying to get back home and he finally gets home and he runs into the arms of the owner. This is, this is a commercial spoiler for you. And the owner says, yay, you're home. That's so good because I just sold you on my website that I made with GoDaddy.com. And they put him in a truck and off he goes again. Fantastic. Come on. That's America. That's America. But according to the SPCA, if you can buy a puppy online and have it shipped to you the next day, it's likely you're supporting inhumane breeding. Really? Really? My dog just had puppies. Here's a picture. Want to buy it? Yes. Okay, I'll ship it to you. That's what they do with inhumane breeding. You're the SPCA, please. How many dogs you kill a year? I know nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about that. Dogs that have been left there for so long, and we've just got to have to get rid of them. Sorry, don't need to bring up bad bad news for you people. But any time that you can promote having people get animals and maybe, I don't know, take care of them and be happy with them, shouldn't you be there for it? And really it was more of a, hey, you could make a website on GoDaddy.com and sell your goods, that kind of thing, don't you think? But hey, hey, what do I know? Right? Right. Of course. What do I know? Now, there's some stuff that you probably need to know. Uh, I see an article here that said 49 quick things you need to know about the Super Bowl. And as I'm going down, some of them, you know, do you need to know them? But there's some some cute little things. I know that there's tickets still available. You can still go to the game. And what you can say is, uh, oh, yeah, I heard there were still some tickets available. But uh, uh, if you wanted to get them before the game, I think they were still going for upwards of four to $8,000 a ticket. See? Now you sound like you know what you're talking about. Now, some people wait until just before the game, and that price drops dramatically. Dramatically. And the closer you get to the game, if people have tickets for sale, those prices drop dramatically because they want their money back. Okay? Now, they're saying the average ticket price is 5000 Ooh, that's a pretty penny. That's a pretty penny. No kidding about that. Now, Katy Perry's going to be there, Lenny Kravitz. Adina Menzel sing the national anthem. So it'll be fun. The Katy Perry halftime show will be fun. And we'll get into a little bit more of her. I thought she was great at the press conference. A little football outfit on. Both teams are both teams are fourteen and fourteen and four, fourteen and three, something like that. What the hell are they? Now I gotta look at the records. They're fourteen and four. Uh by the way, uh, just as a side note, uh, Moron Trivia is a uh, fourteen and three, and uh, Moron Trivia picked uh, the New England Patriots to win. So, plus Seattle. Come on. We're all about against New England for their deflate gate, and we're not looking at Seattle. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I could be wrong on this. Okay? But I'm almost positive that the Seattle Seahawks have a number of players who have tested positive for uh, different illegal substances banned by the NFL. They may even be at the top of the NFL testing. 
And then they have their coach, uh, Pete Carroll, who, you know, I got no axe to grind with Pete Carroll, but, uh, you know, let's not forget that Pete uh, left USC after he bought all his top players' houses and promised them the world and then uh, left to go back to the NFL, and then they took the national championship and fined USC. Let's not, oh, yeah, that, let, oh, yeah, that wasn't cheating, I guess. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We'll just look the other way. <laughs> so, okay, Seattle, thank you. And I'm really, I, I want New England to beat Seattle just because Seattle ugh, just irks me. But, but. I really, last year I really wanted New England to win. Because <laughs> last year, my son was on the team. And he would have gotten a Super Bowl ring had they gone. Which would have been fantastic. This year, not on any team. It doesn't matter who wins. He's not getting a Super Bowl ring. So, what do I care? Plus, come to think of it, the Patriots fired him. What the hell am I rooting for them for? Oh, Yeah. Okay, so you got uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth and uh, Michelle Tafoya. We on the sideline. That's a good gig, that sideline reporter gig. I did that for a couple of uh, Outback Bowls uh, in Tampa. And uh, you do it for the radio. And then you do, and I did a lot of color. Car- the color for football is so fun. I, I, might, I, I had so much fun doing that. Anyway. Commercials. This is something you can talk about that that I love you, okay? Uh, they're adding up $4.5 million for a 30-second spot, okay? 150000 per second for the commercials. Now, they're also talking about uh, that have the Super Bowl ads really uh, come up. Are they over, right? Is uh, they're getting ready to leave the Super Bowl? They're talking about the demand is clearly down. Are they? Demand is down? I don't know about that. Uh, uh, they say the Super Bowl, a lot of brands are saying that there are other things they could do to boost sales. Yeah. Yeah, like not bow to pressure. And instead of just running an ad online, which actually worked for them to come to think of it, they didn't need to actually advertise on the Super Bowl GoDaddy. They just took it off. But they have other commercials, so they've already spent the money. Already spent the money to advertise. And uh, it'd be a big problem for broadcaster, according to the experts. Uh, you know, last year, get this, last year, the Super Bowl. Okay, seven percent of Fox's total C three rating points, three hundred and fifty million in revenue, just because of the Super Bowl. That's huge. Just because I mean, it's an event. You know it. And they're somewhat, they're fun to be at. I mean, I've gone to one in Tampa. I don't know what year it was. They're fun. And Tampa's had them. And, uh, you know, but I can't believe that GoDaddy bowed down. Unbelievable to me. Unbelievable to me that they bowed down to that because it was, it's a cute spot. And it has nothing to do with inhumane breeding practices. It has, uh, and then, here's something else you could talk about that's fantastic that a lot of people might not know. Uh, There's going to be a public service announcement. The Super Bowl will include a public service announcement featuring a woman calling 911. 
who pretends to order a pizza while actually conveying to the dispatcher she is a victim of domestic abuse and needs help. Okay? The PSA, the face-off. Okay? Domestic abuse. Okay? I don't know if Ray Rice is actually going to be in the commercial. They want to just plaster his face all over. Make it the Ray Rice domestic abuse commercial. What do you think? Yeah? Also, you've got the Animal Planet's Puppy Bowl on. Huh? Come on. It airs before the Super Bowl. So you got the little puppy bowl. Is that inhumane treating of animals is for the puppy bowl? Huh. On the Animal Planet? No. No, no, no. Couldn't be. No, it couldn't be because they're actually airing it on Animal Planet. So that's impossible. It wouldn't be inhumane for them to make animals play a silly game. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. That's what it is, baby. A couple more things on the Super Bowl, then we'll move on, I promise. But if you wanted to stay there, uh, this would have been a great place to stay. In fact, this might be a great place to stay uh, even if you're not, uh, you know, maybe after the Super Bowl, head out. Uh, you can stay at the monastery, which is not far from the uh, it's 7,000 acres of property. Huh? I love that. Uh, 300 bucks a night, minimum three nights. Uh, two baths and thirty five hundred for seven days. So that would have been a great place to stay. However, uh, non alcoholic beverages and continental breakfast, access to washer and dryer, wireless internet, uh, shared rooms, Jack and Jill style, one large screen TV in common in common area, uh, close to restaurant stores, medical service, twenty four hour wake up service, alarm clocks and rooms, parking, twenty four hour security, peace and quiet. Um, no TVs or telephones in sleeping rooms. Uh, no pool or hot tub. Uh, alcohol prohibited on the grounds. Uh, smoking prohibited on the grounds. Uh, no private bathrooms and no transportation services. Hey, the monastery. Not a, not a great thing. And I'm glad that I'm not a gambler. Here's a little something you could talk about at your party. Uh, if you wanted to gamble, you can gamble on damn near everything in this game. I just opened up one. You can still make some bets. I'm sure the odds have changed from the, this site. But I mean, you can bet on you know most TD passes, who's going to throw them, what's going to happen. But you get down here at the bottom, and you can bet on <sighs> will it be mentioned during the game that Pete Carroll was the last head coach of the Patriots? Oh, my gosh, that's 100%. Yes, you can bet on that. Uh, how many times will deflated balls be said during the game? Will the Nielsen rating of the game be? Oh my gosh! Who and you can bet on uh, whether uh, who's going to be mentioned first, uh, Belichick or Pete Carroll? Will Bill Belichick's hoodie type sleeves cut, sleeves intact? What will Katy Perry be wearing when she begins the halftime show? Pants ha- uh, (parentheses below the knees), shorts above the knees, skirt or dress. 
Oh my gosh, I'm glad I'm not addicted to gambling. Because if I were, oh my gosh, that would be worth gambling to. There is some good stuff in here. Uh, what color will Belichick's hoodie be? Gray, blue, or red? Wow. Marshawn Lynch. Will he grab his crotch after scoring a TD in the game? Must play for action. Wager has action if he scores or not. Book manager's decision is final. No over limits. Man, I am so glad I'm not addicted to gambling. Because I would be in big, big trouble. Because there's some bets in here that are pretty, you know, for sure bets. My gosh. And let's see what else do we have here. Uh, head coach of the winning Super Bowl team. Uh, special New England said, what color will the Gatorade or liquid be that is dumped on the head coach of the winning Super Bowl team? Fantastic. Orange, yellow, clear water. That's fantastic. Blue, red, or green after at 530. Oh, my gosh. You bet. You could lose. So I would be so broke if I was addicted to gambling. That whole, I'll bet you. Man, I, I, I have bet some sure things before. Uh, in previous lives, and I know this comes may come as a surprise to you, so just you know, sit down for a second because I, I want to just tell you this for a second, and you may not know this, but personally, I have bet on some sure things before, and uh, <laughs> they were not sure things since I I I lost. Weird. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. That it is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. Just dial it. 1-888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. Now, you know, whatever. We did find out this week, France, our friends, one of our best and longest allies, <laughs> France now has detailed what they believe to be a sign if you're a terrorist. Nine ways to spot the child seems to have been radicalized. You might be a terrorist if they reject members of their family. They quickly change their eating habits. They abandon school or professional training. You might be a terrorist if Withdraw into themselves, keep themselves from social occasions, reject all forms of authority or the collective life. Each situation is specific, however. Really? 
Thank you, friends. We appreciate it. They see work as part of the plot. They stop listening. You might be a terrorist if you stop listening to music because it's diversion from the mission. You might be a terrorist if they stop taking part in sporting activities because they're mixed gender. They change their normal clothes, particularly girls for clothes that cover their body. Hate that. Social networks of radical or extreme character. They also withdraw to themselves. They keep saying that. Of course they do. <sighs> Clicking on the video shows graphic and oh, there's a graphic video. Oh man. Probably shows some beheading and stuff. Be careful. Don't want to ever show Show beheadings and stuff. So France is saying, hey, watch your kids, beware. But they're not saying uh, that it's really bad and they're going to, you know, we love it. And they, you know, if you buy new clothes and you stop eating bagels, uh, you know, you're going to be a terrorist. So if your kid uh, starts uh, being, I don't know, a teenager, uh, look out. And we already heard from the other French kids. Can we go home now? I can't even charge my iPad. Oh, my gosh. You're a tremendous terrorist. Sure, they're happy to have you on the front lines of ISIS. I can't charge my iPad. Uh, I don't want to drag those bodies back to the grave. Can you just shoot them and put them in there? I'm trying to look on my iPad how to dig a grave, and I don't know how to do it. I just want to go home. Plus, all they have me doing, I don't even get to put bodies in a grave. I don't. They don't even let me do that. They just boss me around, make me do dishes, clean, cook, you know, be their slave. I don't like it. Really? Well, prepare for more. And then we have the, you know, the United Kingdom cleric saying, hey, we need to lead the White House protest. Muslims rise up, establish the Islamic State in America. Well, we're certainly doing it. Yes, we are. Yay! That's... People having sections of Sharia law all over America. It's a wonderful thing. Right here in Dallas, Texas, we had a report that that's happening. It's all voluntary, of course. I mean, we're not we're not saying go against the rule of law in the United States. We're saying that in the over here, if you want to, you know, go by our law, you can. It's okay. You don't have to yet, but it's okay. And then there's a big story here in the Dallas Fort Worth, the DFW, Dallas Fort Worth, the Metroplex, uh, has their stock show going on, Fort Worth. And uh, they had a big deal because they had um, uh, uh, an imam come and say the uh, the prayer at the stock show one of the nights. I had a feeling it was more of a, it was on a Sunday night, too. That's kind of a slap in the face, I thought. I don't know that I have a problem with him coming and doing it, you know, one of the nights, but on a Sunday. But okay. All right, I'll give it to you. Don't worry about it. Just keep looking the other way. Don't worry about it. Okay? It's okay. It's all voluntary. Nothing mandatory. (laughs) That. 
it's crazy to think that something like that would be mandatory. It's, it's voluntary. You, you got the law of the United States right here over everything. But if you want to over here, you could you could go ahead and just do the do the Sharia law thing. And I'm guessing, even though I mean that's voluntary, I know, I know. I'm guessing this is just me, top of my head. I'm yeah, you know, what do I know? Some places in, I don't know, around the world, even here in the U.S., you might think that, I don't know, some people would call them no-go zones. I mean, why would the police go in those areas if it's already being policed by the locals? And the locals say, you know what, we got it. No, 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 we're abiding by your law too, but we we got it right here. Well, why, if I'm a policeman, I... I might not call it no-go zone. I just might call it, I'm not saying anything, but that area there, I don't have to worry about. I'll just be over here. So the whole thing about no-go zones don't exist. We are sorry. We apologize. This is crazy. No-go zone. People, that's that's impossible that they exist. Okay. Are they? Are they? And we find out this is uh, John McCain at his best. Remember John McCain? You know, still the senator of Arizona. One of the senators from Arizona. He's uh, like 150 years old now. Uh, He's a war hero. I got it. He was a prisoner of war. I got it. I respect him for all that. He was, you know what? He was a presidential nominee. The Republican presidential nominee. Was, you know, a full a step away from being the president of the United States of America. He ran, in fact, against this very president that we have in office right now. Well, he was having his little get together at the Armed Services Committee, and they were bringing in uh, Henry Kissinger. I guess Henry's been making the rounds. I saw a picture of him talking to Ted Cruz, and uh, Henry is probably about two hundred and fifty years old now. Uh, but, you know, he's a smart man. He's been around. He knows a little bit of what he's talking about, I guess. At least what that's what they say. So when he makes the rounds, you pay a little bit of homage to him. If you've been been around as long as he has and you're still alive and you're still making the rounds, you, okay, what do you think, Henry? Tell me what you think. And then you, you know, yep, we paid respects to the great Henry Kissinger. However, not everyone at the John McCain Armed Services Committee. We're very happy about Henry showing up. Well, good morning, all. Arrest Henry Kissinger! Arrest Henry Kissinger for war crime! Arrest Henry Kissinger for war crime! Arrest Henry Kissinger for war crime! I've been a member of this committee for many years. Have you, John? And I have never seen anything disgraceful and outrageous and despicable as the last demonstration. I I hate protesters here in America. I hate him. You're going to have to shut up or I'm going to have you arrested. If we can't get the Capitol Hill police in here immediately, get out of here, you low-life scum. (laughs) Ha! Thank you, John. Appreciate it, bud. 
Don't worry about those American people that are protesting against Henry. You low-life scub. And then he goes on to apologize. This committee on both sides of the oh. aisle. Oh. In fact, from all of my colleagues, I'd like to apologize yes. for Henry. allowing such oh. uh, Henry. disgraceful Sorry. behavior towards a man who served his country with the greatest distinction. Yeah. I apologize profusely. Yeah, you should. You should apologize for yourself, John. Ugh. I am a big fan. I, I, I love the, the protesters. And they make a statement. They get away with it, too. I love it. Dad was pissed. He was really pissed that there wasn't enough police there. The Capitol Hill police weren't there protecting them. Why are the Capitol Police? We can't get the Capitol Police in here to arrest these people. Uh, shut up. I'll have you arrested. You low-life scum. Arrest Henry Kissinger for war crimes. That's fantastic. <laughs> Arrest Henry Kissinger for war crimes. Arrest Henry Kissinger for war crimes. So let me tell you about the lady in uh, Amarillo, Texas, a Nebraska woman. Molly Schuler weighs in at 120 pounds. She ate not one. But two 72-ounce steaks at the Amarillo's Big Texan Steak Ranch. Now, she ate the first one in world record time. It was amazing. Uh, if you, I'll post the video uh, on my Twitter account, at JeffyMRA. But uh, she's outstanding. And she's definitely, uh, you know, a, a, a speed eater. No question. And she did it in an hour. These two, oh, man, I'm telling you. I don't know. I know I couldn't do it. I'm like the, uh, I've said it before. This lady is, Molly Schuler is the speed eater. She's like 120 pounds. I would say she probably eats more than that. She weighs more than that. But I'll give her the 120. All right. But she's the speed eater. And she's got the, you know, she practices. She's probably got the stomach stretching exercises she does. You know how those speed eaters will do you. But I was always... You know, like the distance eater. I have the, I'm like the Kenyan of eating. I just run for distance. Let's just go. Yeah, I might not be. I'm not, I, you can beat me in the in the short spurts, but long distance, I'm good. But to do it fast, you know, and everybody thinks everybody thinks when you're overweight that you know you can just pound down food fast. No, no, no. It's a distance thing. It's a, oh, man, I feel kind of full, so I probably shouldn't eat anymore. No, I'll keep going. That's how you get, that's how you get overweight. That's how you get overweight. Well, there's a way around that, you know. Simple to lose. Simple to lose. All kinds of people have lost all kinds of weight and gotten on their way to being healthier with simple to lose and the habits of health. Now, I can tell you, it's based on healthy habits for life. And you get a free health coach. That's what makes Simple to Lose different, is the free health coach. Amazing. Now, all the other places, sure, you can lose weight. And they'll throw you on a diet. You can eat cabbage for the rest of your life and lose weight and be as thin as you want to be. Point is, if you're overweight, you want to lose weight 
and be healthy about it. Simpletolose.com. Simpletolose.com. Here at Mercury and the Blaze, we've lost over 1,000 pounds total. Amazing. Simpletolose.com. Simple, the number two, lose.com. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Mike Opelka and his broadcast, Pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. You, today, I don't know what Mike's giving away for you on his show today, but maybe, I mean, uh, you know, you might be fortunate enough that he might be giving you, I don't know, some kind of wind-up watch with his face on it, which would be really, really Something, wouldn't it? So a year ago in Knoxville, Tennessee, I, first, I see this story this week, and I, I'm fascinated by it. And then I find out it's like a year old. It's almost a year old. February of last year. February of last year, this happens. She lives upstairs. The person talking lives at Sunchase Apartments and is close friends with the 61-year-old woman who was stabbed a few doors down early Tuesday morning. She doesn't want her face shown, but tells me the woman's daughter, Katie Nichols, is to blame. She's just not emotionally stable and, you know, does the best that she can, but needs quite a bit of help. She says after the stabbing, Nichols took off with her young daughter. And I almost kind of hope that she does come back through here so that we can get the authorities to to get her. Not five minutes later, it happened. Nichols walked up to the camera. Here she comes. And she just shows up. She just walks up, boom, 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 gives a little wave to the camera. Katie Nichols just walks up. And now... What I can't find, please, Knoxville, do a follow-up on this story, please. I looked to see if I could find a follow-up to see what's happened with Katie. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to play the part here where she walks up. It's unbelievable. The unbelievable. satanic cult in this city has been casting satanic spells on me for four, three, four days. I'm exhausted. I came home. I found out that my mom was the ringleader, and she was trying that. to kill my daughter. Yeah. Nichols tells me she had to act because her mom was putting curses on them. I had to kill her. She was going to kill both of us. She was so powerful. I had no idea. I had no idea that my mother was that powerful. Deputies say Nichols' mother was stabbed in the neck, chest, and stomach. And was rushed to the hospital for surgery. When I left, she was still breathing. Holy crap. I stabbed her three times, and she should have died. She was still breathing. And I don't know what happened to her afterwards. I don't know where they took her or what exactly happened. But she was the Antichrist. She did not die. Nichols says afterwards, she and her daughter hid out. We went in my car, and we ended up in a little rural area, and we just waited for the sign that it was safe to come back. Now that Nichols is in custody, neighbors say they're hopeful she'll get the help she needs. But Nichols is convinced she did everyone a favor. She had a sim- symbolic representations of my death, my daughter's yeah, death, every nuclear explosion that was supposed to happen really? that's not going to now. She said, Katie Because all of the satanic cult has been rounded up and killed now. 
Boom! Well, there's no word yet if deputies have officially okay, charged this, Nichols in this case, but of course, to these two keep you updated as more information becomes available. A lot of layers to the story, but one of the layers of that layers. we don't usually get this is you guy. kind of became part of the story. You ended up talking to this woman who admitted she just stabbed someone three times and you actually called 911. Did you fear for your safety at all? Oh, well, you know, I was a little scared, but you know, oh, she shut up. or anything like that. And so I'm just really hopeful I or you know, grateful that everyone stayed safe until deputies arrived. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of layers to this. Peel another layer of the onion for you. I dig a little deeper into the story. And we, we feared for your safety. Well, yes, I... I was a little scared, but it's okay. Yeah, she looked really intimidating in the news report as she was telling you what she did to her mother. Yeah, she looked like she was just going to freak out again on you, didn't she, news person? Wrong. No, she didn't. However, why have I not heard what happened to her? Is she in the crazy bin? Is she in jail? They arrested her for attempted first-degree murder. So we know uh, mom is still alive, we guess, at least at the writing of this story. And they arrested her with especially aggravated kidnapping. So that tells me that she didn't have custody. The mom had custody of the kid, which means, which bodes to the (laughs) Katie having a little mental issues. Okay. And I was all good with her with the satanic, uh, with all the satanic stuff until she got to, uh, you know, all the nuclear explosions that didn't happen. I said, Katie, I mean, now you're stopping future stuff. Nice. Thank you. But I want to know what happened to Katie. I want to know what happened to Katie. Is she okay? Is she crazy? Where's the kid? What's happening? Because just like Katie said, I mean, she was still breathing. She was still breathing. She did not die. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Ha! Yes, yes, it is. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the number. There's no need for you to go anywhere else than the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, hello. Monday through Friday, you've got Doc and Skip in the morning. Glenn, you know, Glenn Beck. Then you've got uh, Buck Sexton. And then you've got Jay Severn. And then you've got Pat and Stu uh, on the Blaze Radio Network. That's That, that alone should be cause for you to not go anywhere else Monday through Friday. Then, on the weekends, hello, I mean, it starts off with yours truly, then Mike Opelka, then we give you a little bit of recap of what happened over the week, some of the good stuff on the Glenn Beck program with the Glenn Beck weekend, and then back live with Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. Sunday, you've got David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie D, Hollywood 360, Gun. my gosh. I start naming it off, and I'm thinking, uh, why, why, why do you even, why do you even go anywhere else for audio entertainment? <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. The Blaze Radio Network, theblaze.com/radio. Hey, you're listening to this already. You know that. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. Okay, another another great marijuana story. 
I am in love with marijuana stories. You know why. Uh, when you drive around your neighborhood, do you see houses that you think are, you know, that are actually grow houses? Because I know, I know, especially when I lived in Florida, oh my gosh, one neighborhood we lived in, I know there was at least two grow houses in that neighborhood because closed up, kept up nicely, looked great, never saw a human being. Once in a while, trash can would be out. So they paid for the trash to get picked up. Trash can would come out, and it would stay there until the, and then the next day it would be back up. But never saw any humans there. And you'd say, well, it was just an old person. No, you never saw, I mean, you never saw the door open. Never saw the garage door open or close. Never saw any of that. The mailbox was never left down, up, anything. Uh, once in a, once in a, you know, once every other week or so, the trash can would come out and then back. I'm positive it was a grow house. I mean, it just had to be, had to be. So when you see a furniture store that has sofas arranged, coffee tables in, floors, flowers all over, and you look through the window and you go, oh, hey, that's Gilroy Furniture and more. They must be closed. Every time I drive by here, they're closed. Let me look in here, see what's going on here. I don't know why it's never open. Well, let's find out why it's never open. Because at the rear of the furniture store, detectives found over 1,000 marijuana plants, 50 pounds of processed marijuana. Now, the police always overestimate. Estimated marijuana is worth more than $2 million. I'm surprised they don't say $8 billion because they always love to street value of $18 million. Yeah, good luck with that. But they claim estimated value of the marijuana, more than $2 million. Uh, he's also suspected of stealing $80,000 in electricity. See, that's where they get you every time. Man, you need so much power that you gotta you got to get it from somewhere. And if you can quote me on that too, by the way. Uh, so anytime you see a furniture store or a house that's not open, the furniture store never opened, he should open for business. Except, man, this furniture store smells a lot like pot. It's... That's the potpourri at the back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a couple other stories that fascinated me uh, this week. A teenager shaved his head for money, uh, for charity. And now uh, he can't go to class in school. Uh, sorry, that can't happen. Uh, you, uh, It's just too freaky. It goes against our rules. We know you shaved your head for charity. And uh, we know it was a great idea. And you set it up, and even you know what? And he did an online thing, and some of the even a couple of the teachers donated to your thing. They thought it was so cool. So, I mean, it's a great thing that you're helping out people with cancer, and you shaved your head for cancer. It was great, and it was a wonderful thing. And we we really appreciate it. We think of, we think it's wonderful, and that's the kind of thing we want to promote in our school. But uh, no. Uh, he was told that, uh, no, we can't do that, and you've got to uh, just go over there in that little room over there, and you have to be in that room until your hair grows back. So whatever classes you normally go to, uh, you can't. Uh, the uniform policy at the school, uh, short hair with design cuts uh, are extreme, and anything extreme, uh, no. According to the head teacher, and by that you know that it's the United Kingdom, 
according to the head teacher, uh, I do not favor speaking public, publicly about individual students or their families and will not do so now. Oh, thank you, Dr. Barry. Uh, but I'm happy to speak more generally, and we have held a firm line against those who decide to flout our behavior policies for many years. Uh, it's only by doing this can we uphold our standards and make sure we are fair to all. Fair to all. In the past, parents have approached us about stunts to raise money for charity, and we have been able to advise and work with them to avoid any difficulty. Oh, have you? So now he's blaming it on the parents. The parents should have contacted us. Yes, they should have. If they would have contacted us, we would have told them, perhaps he needs to do it uh, during over one of the breaks so he has time for his hair to grow. We really appreciate his his uh, excitedness about helping charity and helping cancer victims with uh, shaving his hair, uh, shaving his head, but uh, we can't. he can't come to school after that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We cannot have that. So... United Kingdom School, fantastic. Carnegie Mellon University, great new course. I, big fan of this course, invent new pornography. What do you think? Internet resistance is the title of the class. (laughs) Students are told to create an artifact that defines a new porn fetish genre. They'll receive an A. They'll receive an A if what they've created arouses anybody. And they'll receive a C if it's already been created and it's already the genre already exists. So you don't even have to try, really, to get a C. I mean, you just try. Oh, that's already out there. Oh, darn, I got a C. However, if you're really inventive and creative, you can come up with something. Fantastic. We can delve. I'll just tweet that story so you can go ahead and take a look at it. There's some great stuff in here, though. And, I mean, you shouldn't be. Don't hide in shame over developing new pornography. They're the leaders in, the leaders in a lot of stuff. And then we have the, uh, the story of the designer vagina surgery. Now, you know what? I'll tweet that. I don't want to go into any farther than that. Fascinating story, though. Fascinating story. And you should read it. Especially you females out there. Don't tell me what to read, you male chauvinist. No, I'm telling you, it's a fascinating read. And it's about designer vagina surgery. And it's not what you think. Okay? So, just read it. Okay? And when you're done reading it, you can say, hey, Jeffy, you're welcome. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. You were right. Okay? You won't have to stand outside going, arrest Jeremy Fisher for war crimes. You don't have to holler that. You do not have to protest at all. Stevie Wonder, you got to love him. I love Stevie Wonder, right? He's, he's, uh, he's what? He's uh, 150 years old now, been around forever. Actually, he's what, 64 or something like that, right? 64 years old, Stevie Wonder. 25 Grammys, 27 albums. Tremendous. Tremendous talent. Been around forever. I love him. I, in fact, owned, I've owned his, uh, several of his albums. And probably the ones that I own, there's only two that aren't Grammy winners, are probably the Grammy winners. However, he's at uh, Andre Crouch's funeral. 
And if you say, oh, who's Andre Crouch? He's a gospel singer, right? He's a songwriter. He produced a bunch of stuff. He's been part of a bunch of movies. He's produced stuff with Stevie and Elton and Quincy and Madonna. I just call him Quincy. Most people call him Quincy Jones, but Quincy and I go way back. A lot of people, a lot of times I'd say, Q, what's up? And uh, he did some Michael Michael Jackson stuff. He's in the color purple. I mean, he's a big, huge gospel. I mean, he transformed the art of gospel. Okay? Andre Crouch. All right. So now you know a little bit of who he is. So Stevie's there, and they're all there. Got a big church, and the minister is there, and the minister's saying, hey, I hope the young people here take a snapshot of history of all the stars that are here. And because there's all kinds of people there. I mean, Andre is deservedly so, uh, you know, to pay their respects at his funeral. However, Stevie decided that he was going to use that platform for a little little something that might have been a little too much. You know, I want to say something to Andre. What I want to say is, Andre, we, we pain losing you, and yet we know that God is using you now as one of those angels to look over us in a time where we have a very crazy world. Uh-huh. Don't we, Stevie? You know, for me, seeing the world and... Seriously, Stevie? Visualizing in my mind what oh, is going okay. on. Okay, thank you. Some of it is such a heartbreak. Is it, Steve? We live in a time where I believe we have a president that truly wanted to see the world come together, to see this nation come together, but Uh, yet. But why can't he do that, Steve? Too much, too many people are judging their dislike of him. Oh. Based on the color of his skin. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Stevie. And I know there's Tell some him. who say, no, that's not true. Yeah, but a lot I'm of people will, Steve. What I see. Well, yeah, well, Steve, guess what? <laughs> you already know. You already know, the, you already know what I'm going to say there, huh? Yes, I truly believe in the freedom of speech. I really, really do believe in that. Do you? But I think but that if we all, don't put some limits all, to us being yes. able to give yes, Steve. You believe praise in it, to but. that one that we hold sacred, we got a problem. Who's that? Barack Obama? Who's I also you, believe Steve? that we can't go around feeling just because we don't agree with someone that we've got to kill them. Uh, amen to that. Seriously, amen to that. Doesn't cover up what you said. Because earlier, it is Steve. said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Amen. So I pray for our world. Oh, thank you, Steve. I pray for all of us because I do know sing. that. You're going on tour. That's love you is did in it. need of love today. Love is in need of love today. And that's why I'm going to do this little song for Andre. And then you'll see me on tour because I have a new album coming out. My name is Stevie Wonder. And I truly believe. We have a president is trying to trying to do wonderful, wonderful things. If only people could see it for what it is instead of just the color of his skin. Ah! This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. All right, so apparently we do have a little update on uh, my girl Katie Nichols, who uh, attempted to kill her mom of, because her mom was, you know, trying to kill her and her daughter. Uh, she was, you know, the leader of the satanic. She was so powerful. Uh, anyway, she is. Uh, looks like uh, she's going to be released to probation next month, uh, almost a year to the date she was arrested, uh, to the custody of her father. Uh, so hopefully she's, you know, medicated up and, uh, ready to go. And, uh, Katie will be, you know, okay. Just kind of uh, dumbing down. What happens a lot of times to a number of people that have mental issues is they get feeling better and they don't take their medicine. Then we're back to seeing mommy wanting to kill me and my daughter time. So million dollar idea. Is it, or is it not uh, a company named Rody? Rody, Would you deliver something for somebody else? If you were going somewhere and they said, hey, I've got something to take there for you, would you do it for them? Well, this company uh, believes that, uh, you know, you got to get goods and services delivered the same day. So they deliver a mobile app, uh, iOS and Android, uses uh, daily commuters on a road to create a person-to-person shipping network. So you open the Roadie app, it reveals a map of the people driving to and from various destinations, Oh, you know, not that... It, knows exactly where you are and where you're going at all times. <laughs> uh, if you've got something to be delivered for a, a fee, uh, you can have it delivered, right? So you say, hey, I've got this to send here, and I'll give you so much. Would you do it? Kind of good. Uh, however, it's not. Do I think it's a new idea? Uh, no. Uh, no, not really. There are a number of drug dealers across America and around the world who have been doing that for years. Want a product delivered somewhere? I'll pay you the money. You deliver it for me. So, I mean, if they're making money off it, God bless them. Tremendous idea. I don't know. You know, for the right amount of money, I would. I don't know that I, you know, I guess if you're in the system and you're already there and you qualify. I mean, I don't know how they qualify you. I mean, Uber does, right? So, kind of strange, though. Hey, I got to take something. I'm on my way to uh, to Oklahoma City. Can you drop something off for me? Oh, yes. Yes. Hey, anybody tell you you look good today? Well, you do. You look fantastic. Fantastic. You're not going to wear that all this day, though, are you? This is the Jeff Fisher mm-hmm. Show. Okay. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.